Happy Friday, everybody. We are on episode six of FinTech Fridays and really excited about our guest this week. It's Sue Woodard from Total Expert. Sue, welcome to our show. Hey, thanks so much for having me and happy Friday. And, and Sue's fresh off of a, a little vacation, so totally batteries are recharged, ready to rock and roll. This is going to be the most energetic FinTech Friday show yet. <laughs> it's a high bar. Yeah, no pressure, no bar. pressure. Let's see what we can do. <laughs> so, Sue, I, I start every uh, show. I say every show like I've been doing this for like 10 years. This is episode six, so we're, we're still finding our, our uh, way through this. But I start off asking our guests what FinTech means. How do you define FinTech? Because it's, it's a widely used term. You know, again, we're on episode yeah. six. I've had five people kind of give their definition and it's all over the place, but it's all accurate because it's really a reflection of where you sit in this ecosystem. So how do you define fintech? Well, obviously it's, it's short for financial technology, but I kind of think about what, what comes up for me with that. And what comes up for me is, is innovation, not iteration, but innovation. Because there's really a difference between those two things. And I think for a long time, the... FinTech that we are what we called FinTech, you know, in the in the mortgage industry and financial in, industry uh, at large was really about iteration. It was about slight improvements on the same old thing that we used to always do. Whereas I think now, um, you know, and again, sitting in a seat here at Total Expert and, you know, seeing what you're doing at FinLocker and so many other great partners out there that we both work closely with and so many companies too. FinTech to me now means it's, it, it's innovation, no more iteration. It's like we have been disrupted. How are we innovating to serve kind of the new face of our customers and our communities out there? I love that. And you're exactly right. Um, you know, we, you and I both kind of came out of mortgage banking, right? And, and it was always yeah. little tweaks. And oftentimes, as I, as I kind of think back on those tweaks, those tweaks were always a, typically a reaction to something that we had to do, usually from a regulatory perspective, because yep. absent absent <laughs> regulatory changes, you know, we would, as an industry, probably still just be clogging along doing the same old, same old. That's right. Uh, That's right. Yeah. And and I have to say, even for some of the players that have been in a while, not that they haven't innovated, but to your exact point, it was more well, we need to have this field for compliance. <laughs> That's not really innovation. Right. Uh, and, you know, you and I both have been around long enough that, you know, being at those conferences where suddenly you'd start to see like, ooh, something different is happening. And that that booth looks like an Apple booth. <laughs> like, what are they doing over there? You know, like and it's truly we've seen a massive innovation. And again, I see fintech as being right at the heart of, of what's powering big innovation and big change in our industry. So let's let's kind of talk a little bit about what you guys are doing at Total Expert. Um, and I guess we can, you and I can kind of sneak peek our, our little partnership here with uh, FinLocker and Total Expert are now yeah. going to be working together on some cool things. Um, I've, I've watched the platform kind of evolve, um, always uh, love the, 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 the focus and the vision that you guys have and how you're helping lenders and other financial institutions engage uh, their customers better. Let's Let's talk a little bit about how you guys really think about consumers, their data, and, and mm -hmm. real-time things that are happening with that consumer and where they sit and how you kind of power those journeys and that engagement. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, it's, it's interesting because um, everybody's been talking about, you know, 
data, you know, as fintech has kind of had its rise in the digital, you know, um, revolution in the mortgage industry, everybody starts talking about data. And what's so interesting is that we have mountains of data in this business, right? But the biggest problem has been how do you get it into one place? And then how do you actually action off of it? How do you like get it into one place, learn how to manipulate and actually see into that data and then action off of it? And one of the things that I've, I've talked about for years is even back when I was originating loans and I could see the amount of data I just had myself as a loan officer, even about just one customer. I mean, you think about it, Brian, the information that we have about our customers that we're serving is more information than any other financial professional gets from their right. customer. We know more than a, a banker, a financial planner, um, a tax accountant. Um, it's maybe only the divorce attorneys that know, <laughs> know more, but we know everything. And we're, we're literally asking all of the questions that like right out of the gates that are the ones that your parents said, don't ever ask people That's these right. things. They're too private. Don't ask people how much they make. Don't ask how much debt they have. Don't ask how much money they have. We're right in there, like first day we meet them, right? So we have, when you think about that, this mountain of amazing data, not just consumer data, but consumer behavior data, right? We're starting to learn when these factors exist, this is getting ready to happen. And so the way that we're looking at this about Total Expert and why we're so excited about a lot of the partnerships that we're putting in place and the innovation that we have coming up in the year ahead is precisely that. We have this mountain of data, but I would contend that there's lots of lenders out there that they're doing good if they're using that data to get out a birthday right. card, you know, or maybe a loan anniversary, right? And there's so much more that we can be doing and so many powerful solutions to bring into bear. So we look at it in two different ways. Um, first of all, how are you really um, getting into that data using some intelligence, right? And what do you, what do you, what can you start to see? What are the, what patterns are you seeing? What triggers are you seeing? And then most importantly, how do you action off of those so that you're actually showing up with the right message at the right time in the right you know in the right way through the right channel in that person's life when they need you the second way that we're really looking at it is and this is a little revolutionary brian but finding better ways to just ask people questions right. you know we spend so much time trying to creepy analyze you know the the data and people talk about what can we learn well how about just sometimes asking them saying hey where are you at in your life which thing most relates to where you are at does this resonate or does this resonate um, people relate to that. They want to engage when they know they're going to get something of value in return. So those are kind of the two ways that we're looking at data, um, particularly in the year ahead. Yeah, I love that. And and you hit on that that last comment. It's it's one thing to ask questions, right? And and it's one thing for us as consumers to provide those answers. But we do expect as consumers, if we're going to give you information, that it's going to serve me as a consumer. And so, and that's a that's kind of a it's a, it, it seems like in your platform, especially, there's a, a process of getting to know that consumer and, and know when you can ask certain questions and how, how, how many more questions can you ask and expect to get answers on and start layering on top of that. How, how, do, you guys, right. how do you guys think about kind of where that fine line is when you, you kind of say, maybe we need to slow it down and back off? Is there some, there's probably some science and algorithms yeah. around that, right? Yeah, there, there's certainly, there's a lot around that. And I think you just hit on something really important because it's also about what channel does somebody want to be communicated through? Um, and how are you, if you're communicating in one channel, are, is that really translating to your, your 360 degree view of that customer, right? That you're not communicating one way with one message if it's text and totally different thing if you happen to call them that you don't even know that that's right. happening, right? And so a big part of it is really starting to understand where are they, how do they want to engage with us? Where are they most responsive? But I think in terms of um, finding out kind of um, 
where you're where you may lose people or where you've gone too yeah. far that's where the power of intelligent automation or journeys comes into play right because then you can you literally have all of the 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 power technologically to be able to say if they do this then do this and then i think most importantly if they don't do something then do this you know a lot of times we're um, you know a lot of the kind of the old school way of looking at things is you're going to take the next action based on their right. action right instead of saying wow nothing has happened for x period of time so now we probably need to do this and that might take the shape of a call a text um an email um, you know, it could, could be anything, um, but I think you start to learn then when you start to look at those metrics on a broader scale, you can start to see down for this individual, this is what they want. And then you can start to see more broadly, wow, I lose everybody right at this message. Why? You know, what's wrong with that? And then rework that and then, then you know, continue to level right. up. So with your, with, with the Total Expert platform, you know, and this is, this is uh, kind of thinking back to my, my days in, in, mortgage in, in, a, you know, having a CRM, it was fairly cookie cutter, right? And you kind of hit on this birthdays, anniversaries, it was just your, your kind of static drip campaign. Uh, you guys have such a robust dynamic platform that there's really not a cookie cutter approach because every lender that you deploy can have their own voice, their own uh, cadence for communication their own messaging and how important is that in, in kind of helping differentiate lender A from lender Z in that respect? Yeah, I, th I think it's incredibly important because that's that's the secret sauce, right? Is is someone's own, your voice, your message. And so, you know, it's, it's a great topic because I feel um, like part of what I think we do really well and why people come to Total Expert is they're looking to us for best practices, right? They wanna say, what are the journeys that actually work and put those into place, right? Which we can do that. But what we always do is say, this is what's in this journey. You probably wanna change some of it. You probably wanna change this delay from five days to seven days, or maybe you wanna change the wording on this a little bit. This is what we know works really well, but it's gotta be yours because it's gotta be your secret sauce. Um, and I think once you even go past that, you know, we have certainly have a lot of customers um, that go further and even say, you know, they've got their top producers, they pull together and they say, hey, Brian, you as a top producer, we know you've got a certain way of doing things that you just love, let's make that happen, right? So, but I do think it's critically important. One of the, the points I make with this is that, and we talk to our customers and, and our customers-to-be, as I like to call them about this all the time, is you do need to though at a leadership and executive level, put the best practices in place and turn them yeah. on. Um, one of the things that, and I, I, you know, I tease sometimes saying I would have been the loan officer saying, don't turn them on for me. You know, I've got, you know, I've got my way or whatever, but you know what, work with your top producers, but honestly put the things in place, turn them on and let the magic happen. I mean, that's, that's the power of, of technology. Automate all the things that you can yeah. so that you're elevating your people to do the things that only those human beings can do. So in, in your, in your seat, in your opinion, what what is it that would keep, you know, a top producing loan officer, as an example, from deploying technology, whatever that technology is, whether it's Total Expert, it's FinLocker or some other yeah. solution. I mean, what are the things in your mind that keep them from from doing what otherwise they know is the, probably the right thing to do? It's only time, in my yeah. opinion. I mean, quite honestly, especially you look at the last year. I mean, people 
barely had time to yeah. shower. Let alone if you're a top producer, you're you're buried in in just trying to get the job done and you know see your family <laughs> once in a while. And so I I literally think it's mostly time, and it takes somebody, and, and we've certainly seen it. We've got you know some of the top producers in the entire nation are utilizing Total Expert, but they had to take the time to say, hey, I know I'm going to have to take a pause. I'm going to have to you know figure out how exactly you know this does need to be configured to have my plan be put into place and then actually execute it. Um, so I, I see it as a as a time thing, you know, more than anything. I mean, it's 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 like any of us. Any anytime you want to go through like a big change, it's just like you know right. what's what's going to be the you know overcoming the the time you know it's going to take where you have to take a little bit of a step back in order to have the big step forward. When you when you kind of look at the landscape of of the originators out there, we've kind of heard this for the last uh, five to ten years, right? The average age of a loan officer is X, whatever it is, mid fifties and uh, yeah. which is scary because it's like we're kind of creeping into that area. <laughs> it's us. It's us. <laughs> you know, it's me anyways. Um, how, you know, because I, I think about our, our product the same way. We, it's a, there's a, there's a change. It's, you know, deploying, you know, consumer facing technology is a little bit intimidating because is it replacing me? Is it replacing what I think I do so well when I'm engaged with my customers. And there, there's, I think, a little bit of, of hesitation uh, uh, in, in that respect. Um, what is, what's, what's the, you know, when you think about your, your clients, your, your, your lenders, what are the, the, the best practices that they've done to help kind of educate their originators on, on this is not about replacing you, this is about expanding yeah. and making you more accessible? Yeah, I think I think one of the things that you've probably heard, you know, Joe and I um, say before is that you know technology is not here to replace a loan officer, but the loan officers leveraging technology will replace the ones who are yes. not, and that's yeah. just the truth, right? I mean, that's just bottom line. And so I think um, again, especially as we're heading into a market now where the market is changing and people are starting to you know, shake off the, oh yeah, the refis aren't going to last forever. And I do actually have to make sure that I've got these, you know, these building blocks in place. Um, I, I think when you look at solutions, whether it be Total Expert or whether it be FinLocker, you know, these are the things that are purely enhancing what you're doing. And again, it's, it's freeing you up to do more of the things that literally only the human being can right. do. Because they're, especially when you're doing purchase business, it's very personal business. Some, something in that person's life is changing. Yes. Definitely, right? This is a business of stories. Somebody's getting married, somebody's getting divorced, somebody's been born, somebody died, something's happening, right, in their life. And so there is a part of it that, you know, even the ones who are the most tech savvy and want to do everything digitally, man, when they reach out their hand, they want you, Brian, to be there and they want to be able to talk to that human being. And it's really important in the midst of these human experiences to do that. If you're trying to do everything that Total Expert does and that FinLocker does, manually or trying to do it without technology, you will miss opportunities. Right. And that customer is not going to have the benefit of that time, that, that human time that they need because you were spending your time doing something that should have been automated. So I see it really as just something, and that's what we hear a lot of our customers evangelizing as well, is that this is literally something, it's, it's enhancing you, it's elevating you to do more of what only you can do and, and really let the rest of it, um, let the rest of it happen and feed into more of those opportunities. Yeah, that's, that's the exact way I think about it is, is, is in specific to kind of part of the, the tools that FinLocker has is, you know, helping 
first time home buyers as an example, get themselves mortgage ready. If, if, if a loan officer were to do that exclusively without any technology support, there's a finite number of consumers they can help at any given time, period, end of story, because there's only so many hours in the day, right. days in the week. That's right. And that's right. You know, I, I look at the top producers today will be tomorrow's top producers, to your point exactly, because the, they, they won't be able to re, be replaced. Their expertise, their relationships and their communities cannot yeah. be replaced. How, how they deploy uh, technology will be the key, right? It'll be the key to them not being replaced by someone that does deploy it. Uh, it's, it is fascinating. I think we're getting close to that point where people are, they've taken the breath, they've kind of, you know, sighed. We've had that, that massive wave of activity in, in 2020. Um, we're in for a little bit of a choppy 21, apparently, <laughs> the way the market's going. But I think, like I think we're getting back to what I remember as a normal mortgage market where it's really purchase is the majority of the business and the refinances are happening because they have to, whether it's to your point, it's those lifestyle, those, those milestone events that are happening. Um, how, how do you guys, how do you guys support the, the key referral relationship for originators, which is with that real estate professional? What, what kind of strategies do you have there? Cause that's another that's another animal to, to kind of tame, yeah. so to speak. Absolutely. Well, that's, you know, I'll, I'll tell you an interesting story. My, um, my very best friend, we've been friends for, oh my God, 47 years since we were five years old, right? She called me up recently. She had um, kind of made a career change, gone into real estate about a year and a half ago. And she called me up about eight months ago and she had come off of a team and she was going to be kind of her own, you know, realtor I was really excited about it. She said, Sue, she said, I didn't even tell you about this, but she said, I was looking for what am I going to use for like my database and my marketing automation and just, you know, to create a great experience for my customers. And she said, I was getting ready to pull the trigger on this system that cost $300 a month. And I was very excited about it. She said, then I remembered I got this email from a loan officer that said, Hey, you should check out this thing, right? They had a white label. Yeah. And she went into it and she said, Sue, she said, it's a total expert. She said, I can't believe it. She said, it's everything I dreamed of and more. And it's like, I get to have it because I'm partnered with this loan officer who's one of your customers. And I can't believe, I mean, she, it was the funniest thing. She like lost her mind over this. So it was yeah. cool, like for my own personal life to hear the story. But these are stories we're making happen every day. Um, it's a huge part of the total expert platform is to really enable those loan officers to partner really effectively with those real estate agents and drive value into those relationships, right? And some of the things we've done are so unique, as you know, Brian, because we've got some really unique compliance tools that were, um, you know, basically kind of written in, um, in, in partnership with the best compliance attorneys in the entire nation. And so we've got a really cool way that we're able to actually help our loan officers partner with their real estate agent partners. And you're getting things like proactive alerts um, when they put a listing that maybe they didn't tell right. you about because they thought, well, man, I don't know if they need to know about that listing. You're going to get alerted to that and be able to create things like single property sites and open house flyers and lead capture apps and create co-branded marketing together. Um, and we also have one of the super unique things that we have is I used to always say sitting right outside my door. They're not sitting right outside my door right now, but I'm hoping they will be again soon. Um, we have a support team, an amazing support team that not only supports loan officers and administrators, of course, but loan officers, but also those agent partners. Somebody needs help with something. One of those agent partners, they've got a group of people that they can get in touch with six days a week. And I don't know anybody else is right. doing that. 
Um, so I, I think we help our lender partner, our lender customers add just a ton of value into those real estate relationships, which yes, as everybody's refocusing back on the purchase market, we need to remember we might have ignored some of those right. relationships by accident last year. It's time to dig back in. Totally agree. Totally agree. And it, it and it's it's fascinating to watch who the perennial top producers are on, on the mortgage side. They are the ones that don't forget kind of where their bread is buttered, right? That core business That's right. is is coming from those those referral partners. And and I remember, you know, if you if you ignore them for a year or 18 months or however long the refinance boom is, they they tend to remember that. <laughs> Not yes. Well, and it's I'll tell you, now is such a time of opportunity. I mean, this is one of the things I've been talking to uh, folks a lot about is because there are people that ignored their relationships or the relationship was disrupted. People moved out, you know, into different areas. You know, I mean, there's just there's a lot of change, right. obviously, that's happened. So it's not only a time to you know make sure that you've got a really good moat around the relationships that you think are solid, but to you know go after those relationships that you've maybe thought, man, I'll never right. get in with that person. Give it a shot. Bring value to that person, and you might be surprised. Last thing I want to touch on before we we close with a our closing question, I want to just maybe shed some light as as folks are are watching, listening to us today, and, and kind of learning about Total Expert. What are the things they should be thinking about as they're considering, you know, making a move, whether it's maybe it's their first move into uh, a marketing operating platform like like Total Expert mm -hmm. or they're considering, uh, you know, kind of moving from their 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 current uh, platform partnership. How do you how do you guys think about the, the diverse set of technology that lenders have today, their tech stack and then how they should be thinking about total expert in, in, in the context of that tech stack? Yeah, I think a um, couple of different things. You know, first of all, everybody's going to have their, you know, kind of secret sauce stack yeah. of, you know, these different solutions are the ones that make us, you know, who we are. Um, that's why I think really digging in on integrations and API strategies is incredibly important. And that's what we're here to want to power, right, is to be the hub where all of the data is, you know, can be coming in from many different sources, but but being that hub and that source that you're executing and actioning off of to create that great experience for your loan officer. So part on, um, on the integrations, I guess the other piece is, um, you know, really thinking about you know, number one, I guess I would say leading from the yeah. top and, and saying, you know, being willing to take a step back and say, yep, this might be a change, but who am I going to not just partner with right now for what are they doing right now, but what's their vision and where are they going next and where are they, you know, where are they headed? And, um, you know, when, when we partner with customers, that's what it's right. about. It's not just what's on the cart today, but it's like it's where our vision is going and where our innovation is going to go back to what we talked about early on. Um, and again, leading from the top and be being willing to. And I, I can say this, having been a loan officer and having been a manager of loan officers, um, you have you have to lead. It's like the the places where I see companies struggle with their technology stack and end up with this wild you know set of things that they're trying to manage. And I can't I don't even know how they do compliance. Is when and again I, I can say this having been a loan officer. Um, it shouldn't be. Everybody uses everything and whatever you want to do is all, that that's just I have not seen that be a recipe for right. success. Right. You have to have some key core things that you say from the the leadership level of your company this is what we're doing. This is our solution. 
and you know you can always deal with your fringe cases right. however you want to um, but it's making those big decisions about who we want to partner with for the long haul love it, it one more my last last question before i go to the last one um, you you kind of alluded to something i think is so important and i'm learning you know i'm now closing in on two years being on this side of the of the world uh, as a tech provider partner whatever you want to call us uh, it, for initially when I got here to Finlocker, I, I didn't think it was that important to share our roadmap with prospective clients. It's like, nope, here's what we have, this is what we do, you're gonna love it. And as, uh, as I've kind of grown, I guess, in, in understanding uh, the way uh, our pr prospective clients think about technology, in a lot of cases, the roadmap, it may be more important than the current kind of functionality. And, and, and I think, I think um, what I'm starting to, to learn to do is ask the prospective client, what's your roadmap? What does your roadmap include for your company? How are you thinking about technology, products, uh, channels? Um, and I know I know the roadmap for you all is is super exciting. But do you think about you, are you thinking about that kind of future the same way? Where it's not just about what you have yeah. on the table, but it's really about yes. what the clients are trying to do. That's right. It's a, it's a key part. You you nailed it. It's a key part of determining. Um, we look at you know our relationships with our customers as partnerships, right? And and we need to understand. It's part of our discovery. Where where are you going? Where are you trying to go? Where are you struggling? What's your pain points? Um, so that we can help you understand. Well, here's where we're going, and here's the places that you know we're going to really be able to solve on these things, and also be really transparent about the things that you know what that one that's an itch we're not going right. to scratch. That's <laughs> not what we do. And and so we really look at it honestly as as a vision almost more than anything. Sometimes when you say roadmap. Um, people just have a visceral reaction to like, yeah, oh, yeah, I don't yeah, know, yeah. Out. you know, no. And I'm, you know, our folks will tell you, I'm always pushing on, but I want to know when, <laughs> when is this thing coming up? But it is, you know, again, part of being an innovative technology company is that, you know, you need to have a vision and you're going for the vision and you're going for those, those big wins that, you know, these are the things that really serve our customers. Um, but it's not always going to be to me, you're not doing things yeah. right. If you're saying on X date, this, right. X, you know, Got to be a little bit more fluid than that if you're really innovating. So um, I'm excited for the year ahead, and I'm excited about our partnership too. For guys. sure. So it's gonna yeah, be it's going to be cool, and there'll be more to come on that. So let's uh, let's wrap with uh, just a little bit about Sue. Like outside of Total Expert, and obviously the passion and energy you have for for what you guys are doing and what you're doing. What is it that you do outside of of your workday that kind of brings you joy and, and delight? Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, I know that if you don't say your family, then you're like a bad person. So <laughs> yeah. okay. you know, but, but they're, they're probably um, not going to watch this yeah. anyway, so you're, you're probably good. <laughs> so that's a good point. Good point. But I do, I do like them. But, um, but honestly, I'm, I'm plugged into a couple of different um, things that I'm really excited about because one of the reasons I love, love, love the mortgage industry is because I feel like it's a beautiful combination of um, kind of your, your head and your yeah. heart, right? Is that you're, you know, you're really helping people, you know, make wise decisions and be smart. Um, but people's homes are where they live. It's where their life happens. Yeah. It's where, you know, and again, these are our communities. And so it always means a lot to me when I think about that, that we're actually impacting people. I always like to say, like, you know, people that make, you know, computer mice are like, well, we are powering people cooking <laughs> and being productive. But we're actually building, you know, yeah. homes that families live in, right? Cool things like that. So I'm involved in a couple of things um, just because I, I care about things like that. I'm on the board of a organization here in Minneapolis called Hope for Youth um, that's really focused on helping homeless youth. Oh, nice. um, people don't think about places like Minnesota having homeless youth, but but we do. 
And um, so we really focus on 16 to 23 year olds and, and really helping them not only get into stable housing, but really help them with the things they need to have in their life to you know, kind of break the cycle that brought them there. Um, and then also you and I talked a little bit about um, access, which I think is gonna be more information is gonna be yep. coming out. Uh, the very innovative Paul um, Gelati is starting this Access Lending Academy, really providing an opportunity for um, lenders to really help as you and I talked about, it's not just like, hey, let's hire diverse candidates. Let's actually help educate, you know, a wider range of candidates who'd like the opportunity to be in an amazing industry like the mortgage industry, and then let's find ways to place them. So um, I'm excited about those couple of things. Those are the things that, you know, feed, feed my yeah, heart I love it. for sure. Well, thanks for sharing that. Sue, this has been great. Thank you so much for trusting and, and joining my, my little podcast. Uh, uh, we're, we're, we're young, but growing. It's been a lot of fun and this has been super helpful. Um, if, if folks want to get in touch with you, what's the best way? LinkedIn? LinkedIn. Yeah. Yep. LinkedIn's a great place to get in touch with me and you can, we always try to do some fun stuff so you can follow along there. Awesome. Well, thanks again, Sue. I really appreciate you joining the show. You got it. Thank you, Brian. All right. So now you're going to get that little.